Welcome to Parenting Today's Teens, a daily podcast that provides stories, insights, and wisdom to help you gain a deeper relationship with your teen. On today's episode, Mark Rixton and Wayne Shepard talk about how to let your teen know they are valued. Let's listen in. Mark, we're going to talk about valuing our kids today. Everybody values their kids, don't they? Yeah, you know, I think they do. But the question is, does my child really think that they are valued? Because ah. no matter what we do as parents, if they don't think they're valued, they're going to find it somewhere else. So when we talk about a book, Parenting Teens in a Confusing Culture, you know what? what's confusing about it is I'm confused. <laughs> I look at this world and I go, how can we as parents compete with it? I mean, it is it is so enamored with all the glitz and 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 all the smoke and mirrors that that it's very difficult to compete with it. And so I tell people all the time, you, you know, you have four things that you can offer your child. One of those is experience. The second thing is time that you can give them. The third thing is wisdom, and the fourth thing is this, it's value. Wow. So, what well, we're going to spend a little bit of time today talking about how we can value our kids. Because mom and dad, I tell you what, if you're not valuing your kids and they understand it, they will find value somewhere else. And there are plenty of people in plenty mm-hmm. of places that make them feel valued for money, for relationships. All the wrong things. It yeah. really is. And so if we're not making sure that, that our child understands that we value them, then they will find it someplace else. I don't know how many emails we get each and every day from parents uh, who listen yeah. and who find us on yeah. the web, Mark, but it's a, it's a lot that you and the staff reply to. Yeah. This one caught my attention, though. This is from a parent who says, our son is out of control. He's a good kid doing bad things, running with the wrong crowd of friends, doesn't care about family or our values or school rules. We've been in Christian counseling for three months weekly, and we're going nowhere. We need help for him and our family. Yeah, you know, let, let's take this on a different perspective. I mean, I, I, th- I think that we do a lot of things with kids to to have them in counseling, to, to shift their activities to positive things. We do a ton of stuff for kids. What if this is a question of a child that doesn't feel valued? Hmm. You, know, now, you know, and it's from a number of different backgrounds. I mean, if you were a divorced parent then you would be wise to know that if if moms are the ones that instill a sense of value and dads are the ones that validate it, perhaps your daughter feels like she needs to have her value validated to find it somewhere else because dad chose to leave. Mm. Now, it I'm not saying, okay, you're causing all the problems yeah, within your sure. child. I'm saying it's the impact. If If... If mom instills a sense of value on a child and dad validates it, then you have a mother giving up a child for adoption, and that child now becomes a teenager and starts questioning their own value when they are challenged by belonging, when they're being ridiculed, when they feel rejection. You know, perhaps that's the issue your child is dealing with. How can my mother give me up? Why would dad leave? Hmm. I'm here. I mean, it's a sense of value. And and my point is that what happens in that is that a child will find value somewhere. That young man will go find value 
in another girl somewhere. If he doesn't get it at home, if he's he going to find it. If he doesn't get it at home, yeah. he will find it. And what? And let me ask you, what is the easiest way for a young man to find value, mm. to feel attached to somebody else, to bond with them? Mm-hmm. It's to use the very thing that God has given us to bond and bring people together. He'll get sexually involved with somebody else. Mm. And a young lady, do you not think that... She's that searching for love. She's yeah. searching for love in all the wrong places. Mm-hmm. But she's looking for something. And if it's a question of value, it becomes very big. And so it's not a point to make to parents that you aren't valuing your kids. The point is, does your child feel valued by you? I mean, are you willing to do those things that would affirm them, that would move them in a positive direction, that they find rest at home, that they feel like this is a place that that I know that I'm somebody? Okay, we as Christian parents have this amazing way of demanding great things for our kids, of challenging them on to goodness, to, to want uh, them to live to a higher standard that, that desires biblical principles and great values and, and morals and development of character. To the point of making them feel guilty. Huh? Oh, my goodness. I mean, I think we spend so much time pushing that sometimes that they don't find rest. And so what they hear every day is the constancy, you need to do better, you need to do better, you need to do better. Well, I tell you what, if you tell a young man he needs something, he's going to feel like he is needy, so he's not as valued. That doesn't mean that those things are wrong. I want those things for kids. Sure. But I think those intentions of parents, coupled with the intensity of this culture about how it's pushing our kids Our kids have got to have a break somewhere. And perhaps one of the ways that we value our kids is stop pushing them so much and let them be who they are. Give them some rest. We still expect great things from them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't don't question that at all. But, But, I mean, even Jesus made the comment where he said, come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden. Well, you tell me. Would this culture make you weary and heavy laden? Mm -hmm. It does me just thinking about it, you know. Youth culture. yeah. Yeah. You come to me and you will find rest for your soul. And if we are to parent our kids as God parents us, I think what we do is spend time creating that atmosphere that they can find some rest. Mm -hmm. Okay, the practical part of this, moms and dads, correct your kids on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, back off. Just really? back off, and on Sunday, give it a rest. I mean, it creates the atmosphere. <laughs> Can it be that simple, Mark? Well, well I mean, just, just, just in your mind. Now, don't tell your child, I'm only going to correct you on these three days, you know, because then they're going to be yeah. really good on those days yeah. and very manipulative and deceitful license, on the no. other two. <laughs> but, I mean, it is, it is approaching your child to counter the constant barrage that he is feeling in this culture that is beating him up. Because I want my child to know I value you. you. Even though I want great things for you, and there's a long ways to go in developing that character and principles and, and biblical values that I hold to that I want in your life. Even though I want those things, I want you to know you're still valued mm-hmm. and you're very precious to me and I will honor you. That creates an atmosphere that says it's okay. And if I am valued at a time that I'm making mistakes, that's really Boy, at my very core what I want to know. That makes a huge statement. Well, sure it does. It, it, it means that you'll love me no matter what. And that is what kids want today. All right. Talk to me more about the dynamic between mom and dad in this matter of valuing our kids. Well, there's just something about a mom's relationship that's special. 
You know, I mean, even with our young men, I mean, Scripture says that a man shall leave his mother when he gets married. It's interesting to me that that relationship is so special. Moms have an amazing way. I, you know, it's kind of like when my mom would tell me, I brought you into this world and I'll take you out, you know, and, but I mean, there's something special about mom. I mean, people don't get dad tattooed on their arms. You know, when they're waving back from a distant country, they don't say, hi, dad. It's hi, mom. Uh There is something special about that relationship. And so, I, I mean, I think that's why these kids who are given up have that issue of going, what about mom? You know, if it was a dad doing it, I don't think it would mean as much, but there's something special about the mom. So I tell people all the time, moms are the ones that instill a sense of value in a child. How is it that moms become the the primary disciplinarian in the family? Well, because dad's not doing it. I mean, that's basically it. And I tell you what, dads, if you're listening to this, you need to know this. If you are forcing your wife to be the primary disciplinarian and they have to take the role of dad in the life of your child, then they are not being the mother that your child needs. Hmm. You know, and so what happens is your child will find that motherly relationship somewhere else. Wow. You know, and people wonder, why do kids move away from home? Why do they leave? Why are they attracted somewhere else? You know what? I think this is the number one reason. You talk to kids. I mean, we've had 2,500 of them live with us. Do you feel valued at home? They go, oh, I feel like a complete mess up. Hmm. My parents don't love me. They don't care for me. I'm just in the way. I'm in the way. I'm always doing something wrong. They're always reminding me of what I don't have. They're always reminding me of how I'm lacking. They're always pointing out the problems. They won't forgive me. They won't let things go. They keep going and going and going. And eventually a child goes, you know what? I need some rest from this, but I want to go into a relationship where there's value. And so that's why you have a young man that attaches to a young lady because she is valuing him. And so he thinks this is an amazing relationship and you can talk until you're blue in the face and you're not going to pull him away from that you know, relationship. This, this may be a sidebar, but it also explains in urban settings why kids join gangs, right? Oh, absolutely. They want to feel valued. I mean, they, they want to belong and they want to feel valued. It, it's, the, it's the same ganging effect that happens with every kid on every high school and junior high and middle school campus across this country. They want to, feel, they want to go to a place that they feel valued. They want to go to a place that they belong. It is the greatest motivator among kids, especially at a time especially at a time when there is little or no communication between kids. That's why you see kids doing the Facebook stunts and and making comments that are inaccurate and being rude and indignant and making up stories and all this other stuff. They're wanting to belong somewhere. They're wanting recognition. But more than anything else, they're saying, I want value. And and so if they're not getting it home, it's the number one question I ask parents. Do your kids know that you value them? Every parent thinks they're ready. You made it through the first 12 years after all. But then your child becomes a teenager, and all of a sudden, it's like the parenting rules changed and nobody told you what they are. Your kids completely change their interests, hobbies, appearance, vocabulary, and even their priorities and values. Some parents try to power through, continuing to parent their 16-year-old the same way they parented their 12-year-old. That plan is doomed to failure. Your child is too valuable to fail them now. That's why Mark Gregson wrote Tough Guys and Drama Queens, to help parents understand the changing world of today's teens and how parents can meet the unique challenges facing their children this day and age. 
Tough Guys and Drama Queens is both a hard-hitting look at what makes modern teens different from any generation that's come before, and practical advice to help parents overcome today's hurdles and retain a relationship with their teens that will last into their adult years. With spiritual truth, practical insights, and proven techniques, Tough Guys and Drama Queens is a book that belongs in every parent's library. Get your copy at parentingteenresources.org. Talking about valuing our kids on Parenting Today's Teens with Mark Gregston, let's talk about ways to value yeah. our kids. Yeah, you know, I, I think that's important. I mean, we we create that that void of saying maybe your child doesn't feel. We, we want to give some practical examples sure. of how you can value your kids. You know what one of those things is? Is making sure that there's structure and, the, and that there's rules at home that are backed up by consequences. That doesn't sound like it's kid-centered. Well, what it means is <laughs> that you are the one that I'm concerned about. If discipline is to help a child get to the place where they want to be and to keep them from ending up at a place where they don't want to be, discipline becomes all about them. Mm-hmm. And so when I begin to establish that within my home, a child, even though they don't like it, can still feel valued. I mean, even though they, they will fight you, they feel valued in the long run. And remember, moms and dads, you're, you're spending time building the relationship for the future. You're preparing a child. You're training up a child for the days ahead. Your reward may not come during this time of adolescence. They may not like you the whole time, but they can still feel valued. You know. But what you're hoping for is that when they get married, they make good choices. Mm-hmm. And then the reward will come when you get your grandkids, <laughs> you know, which is... Delayed gratification, it's they call Delayed that. gratification, but that's where you'll see the effect of all that you do. And that one day that your child comes to you and says, hey, thanks. Mm-hmm. Thanks for tolerating me and putting up with me. And, and you've the, seen that happen. Oh, I, you? I see it all the time. I mean, when kids come to me, they don't like me. You know, I mean, it's almost like any teen. You're, you're the bad guy. They don't want to see me. They don't. I mean, they go, oh, no, I know who he is. <laughs> I must be in trouble. Because Here parents comes Mark. Have, yeah, because parents have been threatening them with me for a long time. You don't straighten up. You're going to Texas, you know, and, and, uh, and so they look at me and go, oh, no. But I think what they go is, I will fight for you because I value you. I will do whatever it takes. I will give you anything there is. We will move in a positive direction. Well, I don't want to. And I look at them and go, I don't care. I really don't care. We're going to do this anyway. It's a sense of value. We spend so much of our time telling our kids what to do instead of asking them questions. That's a way to value yeah, them, Yeah, it, it is. It is. Asking questions gives value. It means that what you have to say to me is important. I think we as parents probably spend way too much time sharing our opinions all the time, thinking that they're important, when really what our child has to say is probably more important. Now, we're full of wisdom. I know that. I mean, we've got plenty to share, but Scripture also says that a fool delights in sharing his opinion. And so what I do with kids, I ask questions. That's all I do. It values them. It is teaching them to ask me questions. And I hope one day when they ask me questions, I can share wisdom with them. But it's conveying a sense of value to them. It's letting them know you're important enough that I want to hear what you have to say, even though I may not like it. And even though I may not agree with it, I can't support it, and I'm never going to allow it, I still want to hear what they have to say. I read an email earlier in the program. Here's another one talking about their daughter and mentions disruptive behavior at school and at home, failing to come home after school, insists on continuing a very destructive and violent relationship with a boyfriend, even after being told to end the relationship. I've tried to talk to her numerous times, but to no avail. 
I love my daughter. She has so much potential, it kills me to see her throwing it all away. Yeah, I've tried to talk to her. Maybe it's talking with her Mm. or it's listening to her. There's something else going on. And you know what? It has nothing to do with school. It has nothing to do with grades. It has nothing to do with a boyfriend. It has everything to do with a child looking for something because what she's finding is those things that she's seeking value from, boyfriend, all the other things, they're not working either. And so, I mean, this is kind of a precursor to bigger issues, but I think that's where you've got to change your style, you know, with the child. Now, during that time, you want to pull back everything. You know what? I tell you, that's when you give them something. Mm -hmm. Well, wait a minute. They don't deserve it. Well, what is grace? It's offering something that they don't deserve. And she probably doesn't. She's acting up. She's spinning out of control. This is the time that we move toward them. And somebody goes, well, wait a minute, that doesn't feel right. And I go, you know what? If grace feels good, it probably isn't grace. So grace becomes a big issue. And, you know, the other thing, I've got to throw this in here. You know, if you want to know those ways that you can share grace with them and, and make them feel that, it's an act of kindness. It's a words of support. It's a statement of love for them. It is affirming them that with a message that says, I'll love you when you do well. But, you know, true value comes when I will love you when you're not doing well. Yeah. And so that's what I need to be communicating to them. What about the matter of time? We can get the message from our kids they don't want to be with us, but do they really want to spend time with us? Is that yeah. a way to show them value? Oh, I, I think they do because, as I said at the beginning, they want that experience. They want that wisdom. They want to feel valued. I mean, if all the time that we spend together is me harping on them, telling them how to do everything better, I can see them not wanting to spend time. Time is, is in such a crunch that if you're giving part of it to me, then I must be important. That's the message. Thanks for listening to Parenting Today's Teens. For more information, visit parentingtodaysteens.org. And to learn more about Heartlight, visit heartlightministries.org. If this podcast has been helpful to your family, please share it or give us a quick rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Of course, you can listen to Parenting Today's Teens wherever you listen to podcasts. Join us tomorrow for another great episode. We'll talk to you then.